Hey guys, welcome back. It's been a, been a, whoa, already starting off strong. It's been a long weekend. Yes. It's been Wait, a long. Did we do an episode last week, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, it's been a long weekend. This is episode seven. Yes. And it's about rest because we just got back from our retreat. Yep, our spring retreat with the BCM. Spring slash winter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, honestly, it felt so nice. It was not yeah. even a winter retreat. I got water blisters, so that's how how it was. <laughs> but... So, it, like, the retreat was kind of just based around resting and or just rest. And so that's what we figured. We can just kind of talk about what we learned or different experiences, what they kind of talked about, and just, like, things that stood out to us. So right. that's what we're doing. Yes. So, obviously, we start with the definition. So I have the non-biblical definition. Yes. So definition of rest is cease work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength, which I feel like. They're both kind of the same. So I'm going to let Carly read and then we'll just go off. Okay. So in spiritual terms, rest means to primarily, which is kind of the same, seize from one's works with the idea of release from anxiety, worry, and insecurity. Um, This rest is offered to all and is freely available by grace through personal faith in Jesus. Um, Only in Christ is our soul, like, fully at rest. And so I think that's one thing to, like, to remember and remind ourselves is because we can't rest without God. Does if that make sense? No, it makes sense. Because the world just always offers things to stress and worry and give you anxiety about. But with Jesus, you're you're just all there with him. Right. And so I have like a little verse about rest, which is did you write this one down too? Matthew? No. Okay, it's Matthew eleven twenty eight. And it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Which well, that's is a good one. It's perfect. perfect. That's what we talked about with VCM. Um, and I think it's just so important to remember because, you know, a lot of us are, especially college students and just like the generation nowadays, we're all so anxiety filled and we're always worrying about things yes. that we necessarily shouldn't even worry about. Um, and so that just like kind of shows how we just need to like rest in God's presence and in him because... I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. And then, um, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then, um, I wrote down that in order to rest, we have to be completely still and just be open with God. And that's one of the things they talked about, which is one of the things that stood out of me is how, um, we can't just be, I mean, a lot of us think we can be secretive with God, but you can't. He knows right. everything. He always knows. He'll always will know. That's like they said. They said he has the highest perspective of all and he can, he knows our hearts and know all of our motives in everything. And so there's no secrets of God. So in order to rest, we have to be completely open with him because if we're, if you have a hundred things that are on your to-do list and if you have all these secrets you're keeping from people and you're trying to rest with one of your friends who you're lying to, are you going to rest? No, no, no you're going to be stressed. That brain's going to be moving and grooving up there. Um, and so that's just one of the things that is a good reminder. Yes. You, you want to read the second? <laughs> I can. And so, I wrote... We should have just talked about this when we first introduced Yeah, I don't know why we did it. It's okay. But it was just asking how the weekend was and where we were and all that. We kind of already talked about it, but we were at Jekyll Island. The 4-H Center. Yes. It was really good. I feel like... So, we went with our BCM from school. Yes. And it was honestly amazing because some of the people didn't... Don't go to BCM just because they don't... Like, they have class or work. they have work. Yeah. But it was honestly amazing because we grew our relationship with them and we grew our relationship with God yes. even more. But 
it just gives you a chance to like surround yourself with people who all have a, a yearning for Christ and yes um I think that's like so important is your community and when you're I feel like God just gives you a different way to connect with people and I just I don't know I love it no I agree it was it was definitely worth it I would say oh 100 percent yes um and then next we kind of just want to talk about like things that had kind of stood out to us through the sermons or like because it was like a two and a half day thing or it was like kind of just a two day thing I don't it know was how to explain it pretty much like it was one just like night two days. one full day because it then... was it was like three days but like one night and one morning yeah and then one basically day. two days so um and so just kind of things that stood out to us through the sermon I'll let you go first on this one okay I didn't write much for this one because half of it's going to be from the next question but pretty Mine's much the opposite <laughs> So, I just pretty much said um, that they all had, because there's three speakers, mm-hmm. and they were all amazing. They all had something good to say about the Word of God, and I feel like we could all, everything that was said, we could apply somehow. Oh, yeah. Like, everything that was said. So, going off that, I'm going to let Carly say what she has to say, and then I'm going to read what I put for the next question. There you go. <laughs> okay, so, um, honestly, like, so much stood out to me, like, I could even, I could really read everything from my notes and just go on and on and on because there was so much just like everything in it. But um so one thing that are like a couple things that stood out to me was I think it was on the second day they talked about resting in God's provisional care, resting in God's provisional protection, and then resting in God's provision of life. And those three things, like just everything he went over for that was so good. But um they went over Psalms 23, which is kind of really long, so I'm going to kind of stop in the middle of it, but <laughs> it basically, you can go read it on your own time, but it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valleys, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And then it goes on and keeps talking about stuff like that, but... Um, I like when sermons and pastors just kind of focus on different words, because I think every time you read, um, scripture, different things will kind of stand out to you. But when they, like, I've, I've heard that before, and I know there's like a song that goes through that scripture, but when he read that, he really focused on the word through. And when he, when it says we walk through the darkest valleys. And I think that that was just so, like, it changed my whole perspective because it's like, we're not, God's not going to give us something we can't handle. And if we're not just going to be stuck in that darkest valley for the rest of our life, we're going to go through it. Right. Um, and then they kind of just, ta- or he talked about how in order to get a shadow, we have to have light. And I was like, ooh, because he talked about how this life we're in is a shadow and we're just walking through it because mm-hmm. this is just not this is not our permanent home. Our permanent home is up in heaven, and um, I don't know. I think I think it was just really good to me. And he talked about how we we never walk alone, and God never intended for us to walk alone. And I think a lot of the time we talked about this when we did a podcast. Did we do one? Of, yeah, we did one over loneliness. Mm-hmm. How we're we're never really alone, and God's always there with us. And if you need a little sermon or not sermon, if you need a little. <laughs> talk about that you can go back to that one um but then another thing that like just totally helped my perspective because I love when I just can hear all these different sermons that just like really speak to me but they talked about how a good shepherd 
does not walk in front of his flock because they won't know how to follow. And and he doesn't walk behind them because then they won't want to follow. But a good shepherd will walk in the midst of his people because they will follow him. And I was like, ooh, that's so good because it's so true. Like, God's not going to try and be in front of us because, I mean, we're not going to know how to follow him if he just right. running off from us. <laughs> but he's not going to be behind us, meaning he's not with us because... No one's going to want to follow someone that's not in front of them. I mean, right. they, there's no way to follow we can't, someone. We can't who's see them. Exactly. But in the midst of the sheep, aka uh, his people, then we're going to follow him. Anyway, just kind of confusing way to put it. But yeah, that's some things that stood out to me that I think could help someone. Yeah. So Carly kind of took half of what I was going to say, which is okay because there's not much you can like. Because they're going off our notes and it's like what people said. So it's like, you know. But I'm going to talk about the first day kind of. Which is the um, the resting in God's uh, presence. And I'm going to read the four of them. And then you'll just see how it's going to go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So number one is resting in his presence starts with the right state of mind. And then number two is resting in his presence requires a choice. Number three is true rest requires his presence. And number four, resting in God's presence changes us. And now, I'm going to go back and read it again, and then... Ready? (laughs) Got to let them know what I'm doing. Right. So, number one, resting in his presence starts with the right state of mind, which is kind of like, everything starts with your thoughts, and, like, pretty much set your mind to, like, thinking on what's above you, Mm -hmm. and because your thoughts kind of, like, I don't know how to word this, but... (laughs) Your thoughts control everything, mm-hmm. kind of. They do. They do. Pretty much everything. Your your brain is just the the powerhouse. Yeah. My thoughts your, are struggling right now, if you can't tell. And then number two is resting in his presence requires a choice. Which basically is like when it comes to God's presence, it requires you to be still. Mm-hmm. And then number three is true rest. Um, Can I jump in there? Yeah. Because on that one, I like put it in there. But it's like, it goes with what you just Go said. Go for it. So, he talked about the story of Mary and Martha, which, oh, that story's yes. so good. Um, basically, I'll sum it up. But Mary and Martha were sisters, and they were in their house, and then Jesus came in. And um, Mary, which is one of the sisters, sat at the feet of Jesus in their home and was just listening to him and him teaching. But Martha, on the other hand... I feel like I'm a Martha type of gal. <laughs> she was um, distracted by all, like, the preparations and things. And she was, like, running from the kitchen to the bedroom to A, B, C, D, trying to make preparations in order to have, I mean, Jesus is in your home. you got to make some preparations. Right. Um, and so, but then she became frustrated because she didn't understand why Mary was not helping, which I feel like we've all had these moments with our siblings where, especially me, I'm kind of like a stress cleaner. And when I'm stressed, I start going and cleaning and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I start yelling at everyone. <laughs> my mom and my sisters are going to laugh at this because they know it's true. But I just start yelling at everyone when I'm, like, going and stress cleaning. Same. But, so, definitely, um, got some Martha in me. Oh, yeah. Um, we all do in a and way. And so, she was so upset because she's like, that's not fair. Like, come on, you're just sitting there. But then Jesus says... Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. And the way they explained it is like what Lorelai said. We ha- True rest requires us to be still. We can't be walking, like, 
the way he explained it is like in the homes of back then it was very small so it was like you got your living room like right next to your kitchen right next to your bedroom and so he was like she was having to go in and out Martha was having to go in and out of the rooms and they explained how when it when it comes to his presence we can't walk in and out of it we have to just sit just like Mary was and I think that was a good reminder for me. I feel like he was kind of just being like, Carly, you know, sometimes you move in and groove in too much and you need to just sit down and listen. And I don't know. That's why I wanted to add in there. Okay. <laughs> it's really good because when he was saying that, my brain was going like, because they were talking really fast. Yeah. And I, I, I can't spell, as y'all know. <laughs> so I was already struggling. It was, it was a struggle. But that was a really good story. Yes. And then number three is true rest requires his presence. And pretty much, the true test only requires his uh, presence and nothing else. Like, his presence is enough, as it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, basically. <laughs> Sorry, my brain is really struggling right now. One thing I wrote in my notes with that was how a lot of the times, well, I said we can't come into his presence only wanting something or just mm-hmm. being given something. We need to come and just rest on him and with him, not asking for anything except his presence. Because like you said, his presence is enough, and that's all we need. And with, like, praying, I think we talked about that. Didn't we do a sermon? Or, I why do so, I keep saying that? I, remember, I remember talking about, like, you can't just pray and ask for things. You have to thank him for stuff, too. Yeah, because that's why I said, um, with the, didn't I go over, like, an analogy? Like, P stands for praise, R stands for repent, A stands for ask. I'm assuming, since you know what it is. And what... <laughs> And yeah, Y stands for yield. But I think that's a good reminder, like you said, because a lot of times I think it's human nature is we just want to ask, 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 and not just be like, all right, you know what? How are you doing? Let's have a little conversation. Right. Let's talk. Let's chat just it up. Just talk to him for a little bit. And also being quiet, because in order to be rest, sometimes we just got to shut up. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and then number four is resting in God's presence changes us. Like, no one has ever come into the presence of Jesus and been the same. Mm-mm. You won't be the same. You can't be the same. No. No physically possible way you would be the same. Mm-mm. Because Jesus just offers you those those set of ears that when you're when you're needing someone to talk to or when you're needing someone to just cry, laugh, um, all the emotions, <laughs> all too, the above, he's always there and he's always there to listen and he's always there to talk to you and comfort you and. I mean, that's what we're saying. Like, you can't ever be the same because you always have someone there and you're always able to put all your anxieties and your burdens on him. And right. you don't have to carry that just, weight. You just give it all to him. Yeah, you don't have to carry the weight of the world anymore. Because mm-mm, it's not mm-hmm. worth it. But our next question, because we'll keep talking about it. It'll just get more confusing. Not really confusing. It'll just be all over the place. Yeah, we're kind of all over the place today. Once again. Anyways, our next question is, how can we apply it to our lives? You want to go or you want me to go? I don't care. I'll go. Okay, go. Okay. I said, um, how to re- I wrote this after we wrote down this question because I was like, this is a good way to put it. How to rest in the word in a busy world. Word Mouthful. Word, word world. Oh my gosh, that was a show. Okay. <laughs> Besides the point, my ADHD brain is kicking it today. But um, I wrote down how taking time to rest is exactly the opposite of what the world asks from us. The world asks for us to go, go, go. Don't stop moving. You're, you gotta be productive. You gotta woo, woo, woo. Okay. Anyway. Um, but Jesus just asks us to be still and just listen and spend time with him and stop trying to be like Martha, be like Mary. 
Um, and how we can't go to the world when we're going through these things. We have to go to the word <laughs> because his word is just directional, which means basically it'll just guide us wherever we need it to and wherever he wants us to take us. And how when we rest, the temptation to fall into busyness becomes even greater, which is a, ooh, because when you're resting, if, I think a lot of the times when we're resting, we just want to, we have to think of a other bunch of things we need to do. And mm-hmm. that's the kind of temptation it was talking about. And on the last sermon of the night, that night, we went over three promises in God's word. And um, one of them was God promises to help me when I'm tempted. And he kind of talked about how temptation just never stops. And even when you become more mature in your faith, the temptation will grow even more. And there's really, there's no such thing as perfection on this side of eternity. And the world just offers a hundred different ways to get out of being still and resting. And it just gives you, I mean, think of it, your phone, your iPad, new shows on Netflix, um, go in and go and play in with your friends. I mean, but God, all he'd ask for you is just to be still. And, but here's the thing to remind yourself is that Jesus was tempted and it's not a sin to be tempted but it's what you do with the temptation that's the sin. Because Christ will help you get through it, but it's what you choose. I mean, that's one thing God does offer us, and that's a choice. And all he asks for us is to, you know, you can you can go to the Word or the world. Right. And I That's think, kind of what we talk about in all of ours. Yeah, I mean, it's just so important to remind the word yourself. The world. But yes. That's what I wrote down for how to apply it to our lives. Other than that, I just kind of talked about how... I mean, resting, you don't necessarily have to just be, like, you know, in your bed or laying down. You can go spend time with him, like, in his creation. I mean, go to the beach, watch the sunset. Just sit there, listen, like, just be quiet. And, like, right. rest, rest in him and with him. And don't yes. think about a hundred other things on your to-do list. Just midterms. him. <clears throat> oh. Anyway. It's midterm week, so that came on a perfect time. But yes. Like, three things I wrote down. Sorry. Three things I wrote okay. down for to rest in is his word, his prayer, or our prayer, Worship and even silence is praise, which we yes. talk about a lot of the times. Like sometimes we just need to be quiet and listen to what he's saying because there's no way you can truly rest if you're just always talking. Just sit in silence for a few minutes, right? And he will talk to you. Girl. He will. Um, girls and guys. And sorry. <laughs> um. Anyways, I went more of the route of like things to do, like kind of what Carly said, which is um like prayer on a quiet night, which mm-hmm. is. Pretty much talking about, like, silence and all that. And then trust in him. Mm-hmm. Allow him to lead you. Give all your worries to him. And just know his voice mm-hmm. is pretty much, like, to rest in him. Just know his voice. Yeah. And give and it like, all to him. Like you said, I think saying trusting him, that's a huge thing. Because if you don't fully trust in him, you're not really resting in him. You're just sitting there just kind of being like, it's like eh, half and half. You know what? Like on I the mean, fence. Yeah, being on the fence. Like, you don't want to be on the fence. you got to trust in him with your whole heart to rest. Right. And then... That's like, oh my gosh. That's like a trustful. You can't lay back on that person if you don't trust them. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. You're going to, like, kind of... You're going to do that little weird step back thing. I don't I'm know. I just really, ever do a trust fall, though. I, I suck at trust falls. I'm so <laughs> That's sorry. That's a good analogy, though. <laughs> yeah, you get what I'm saying, though. And then our next question is, scripture that really spoke to us. So I already talked about this, but Psalms 23, I already read it, so I'm not going to go back and read it again. Just If you forgot, just, you know, scroll a little back to the beginning. But Jesus really keeps us from lacking nourishment because in the thing, it literally talks about how he makes me lie down in green pastures. 
and he basically, he just makes us rest. And I think that's a good thing to remind yourself because God will never give you something you can handle like I talked about before. I mean, he will nourish and fulfill us. And he taught one of the, I, I wish I knew their names, but one of the preachers talked about how they asked us, are you starving for something to eat? Or they asked us to ask ourselves, am yes. I starving for something to eat? Am I continuously thirsting for more? And they said, this is the question next to ask yourself if you're saying yes to those. Are you eating and drinking from the wrong pasture? Which is like, Ooh! it's such a good one. Because which is, it's so true to think about. Like, like I said, I mean, the wrong pastures could be things in the world because, you know, none of those are satisfying and fulfilling. But, you know, turn to the word instead because that will right. fulfill you and satisfy you and just make you feel so much more at ease. He's always can, got you. Yes. Go ahead, you're next. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know if you were done. Yes. I put, I put, I kind of did a verse that they talked about with one of the, the days. Mm-hmm. Don't remember which one, to be honest. But I put Proverbs chapter 3, 5, and 6, which is, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. And I feel like that is such a good one, which is what we just talked about with trust. Mm-hmm. Because God knows the way that we don't. And at times, we think we can do it, mm-hmm. and we can't do it, pretty much. No. Because at the end of the day, we'll want to give it to him. And it's kind of like what one of the, one of the, 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 the talkers, what are they called? Talkers? What are they called? Preachers? Preachers, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> one of the preachers said that his little girl would, he would ask to hold her hand, and she'd crossing like, the street? Yeah. And she'd be like, no, I can do it. But then he was like, at the end of the day, she would ask for help because she was scared. She didn't want to do it by herself. So no matter what, give it all to him and don't yeah. think you could do it by yourself, even that, though you think you can. Yeah, that was a good analogy he put because it's like, we are God's children. And that was one of the, I think that's when he was talking about the four foundational truths, which one of them was God's plan for my life is good. It wasn't the same guy. Oh, well, he <laughs> talked about that, and it was kind of the similar thing and how he was talking about many people miss God's plan for our life because we're not trusting in him and because we think we know better. So then we're just not doing what he's telling us to, but that's kind of similar to yeah, what you just said. Yeah, no, it is. But that's pretty much it. Just give it all to him. Don't think yeah. you can do it by yourself because you, you can't. can't. Physically, you can't. <laughs> no. Because at the end of the day, you will ask for his help no matter what You're going to need his help. No matter if it's something simple. You will ask for his help at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. So that was our verse for this episode. Proverbs chapter 3, 5 and 6. Yes. Which I think that we should do that one and like the Matthew one that I read at the beginning. Because that one, it goes with trust and resting. Yes. Which is just the perfect little combo. And then our song. You know, I love the songs. fit for this. We are doing Rest on Us by Maverick City. Which is just. Can we tell y'all how sad we were they did not sing this? But it's okay, because they sang a hundred other better ones. Right. Or good ones. Can't say better. Um, But it's... I'll read all my little You gotta sing it this time. Oh, you know I would. Um, Oh, it's so hard not to sing it. (laughs) I almost did it with you. You want to ring it? Sing Sing it it together. All right, ready? Ready, set, go. Spirit, when you move, make my heart pound. When you fill the room, you're here and I know you are Anyway, I'll read it so y'all can actually understand and you're not closing your ears or they're not bleeding yet. Um, But basically, it says, Spirit, when you move, you make my heart pound. When you fill the room, you're here and I know you are moving. I'm here and I know you will fill me. 
That was so perfect. Because he is fulfilling. He will satisfy you. He will give you what the world cannot give you, which is eternal life. <laughs> anyway, I think that's just a good little way to end off our podcast. Yes. Sorry it was kind of all over the place. Our notes are kind of all over the place, which made it worse. Yeah. I need to be more organized. <laughs> but it was a good one. Yes, and I think what we want to start doing is saying a little prayer at the end or the beginning. We're not sure yet. We're figuring it out. We're trying to, yeah. Um, of our podcast to just, like, end it off on a little good note. And you can, like, pray with us or add yeah. one little thing, whatever. We'll just end it off with that. I think it'll end us off on a good note. Yes. Okay. Dear Lord, I just want to pray and thank you for giving us this podcast and giving us this way to, like, reach other people who may need some just like motivation or just need to hear other people's or our messages and what we have to say and just how you've moved in our lives and I ask that you continue to move in their lives and also ours but that while we're moving we take time to just sit and rest in your word and your presence and we take time to just be still and listen to you and what you have to say and not just what we have to say um lord I want to ask that People can find rest in you, whether they're believers or unbelievers, that we can just come to you and talk to you and listen to you and worship you, Lord. Um, but anyways, I pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. That's a good one. Yay. So proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> anyway, I hope you'll have a great rest of your week, and we yes. will talk to you guys next Wednesday. We'll let you know how we do on our midterms. <sighs> I'm done with one. Still got two more I to go. I still have four. Actually, I'm done with two. I have one more. Right? I don't I think so. I don't, I don't even know. Your midterms. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Yes, and we love you. He loves you. Yes. Everyone loves you. Amen. <laughs> Goodbye. We love Bye you. Bye guys. <laughs>